Hello, you gorgeous creatures. Today, I am taking you on a journey behind the scenes of creating my talk for Creative Marketing Summit. I will be speaking at the summit on February 14th. My session starts around 1230. And I'm talking about how you can create content marketing that sells for you. Yes, it is true. Content marketing is not only for building visibility and authority. It's also about selling. And if you make this tiny little tweak to your content marketing, it will make all the difference in the world in being able to sell with your content, which is something I hear about all the time. Everybody's wanting to see actual sales come from content marketing. And yes, that might happen organically through SEO with a product company or a SaaS company. But when you're a service company, you got to make a little tweak to your content marketing in order to be able to sell. Because while it does grant you that visibility and it builds trust with your audience, it's not going to take them from discovery all the way down to selling, a, like signing on the dotted line and having a contract with you. No. But this tweak will change that. It will make it so you can sell using content marketing or your content creation process. All right. So that is what my talk is on, and I'm going to drop in the show notes page where you can sign up for it. So tickets for this summit are 100% free. You can upgrade to the VIP ticket, which is a low cost. And with this link, you'll get 40% off of that VIP ticket. So it's a no-brainer. I'll get into the deets on that at the very end of this. First, let's get into the meat on how I came up with my talk, what's involved in that, and how they discovered that I existed and invited me to speak at the summit. First, how did I come up with this topic? When you're choosing a topic for a talk, you need to look at the audience first. What is it that they care about? What problems are they going through? For this particular summit, the audience is creative service providers. So think graphic designers, copywriters, that type of creative who also owns a business and provides a service for people. And the biggest problem I hear from that particular audience, which you're probably listening to this show right now, is they get burnt out on creating content. They're creating content for clients all day, even if we're talking content in the terms of building a website. That's still content. Or writing sales page copy. That's still content. So you get burnt out. You're doing it all day for your client. And you don't feel like doing it for yourself. And the other thing that I hear is that it's really hard to fill your sales pipeline. And what worked before isn't working now. So maybe you could slide into the DMs before. But today, people are a lot, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Judicial about who they respond to. I'll tell you, I'm real quick to move someone to the other folder if I think that they're selling to me. I don't want to be sold in my DMs. So social selling, which was a huge fad a few years ago, 
is dying out a little bit because people are over it. They're over being sold in their DMs. So how do you do it? And that's when I married those two topics, why you need to do content marketing and how you can sell with it. Hey there, fellow entrepreneurs and B2B marketers. Before we dive back into the conversation, let me introduce you to a game changer in the lead generation arena, Lead Feeder. Now, we all know the struggle of identifying those elusive website visitors and turning them into valuable leads. But what if I told you there's a tool that not only promises, but delivers on supercharging your lead generation and sales efforts? Enter Lead Feeder. Imagine having the power to identify companies visiting your website, track their behavior in real time, and seamlessly integrate it all with your CRM. Lead Feeder is not just a tool, it's your secret weapon for efficient and targeted lead engagement. What sets Lead Feeder apart? It's the ability to provide detailed insights into visitor behavior, helping your sales team prioritize efforts and close deals faster. With customizable notifications, lead scoring, and GDPR compliance, Lead Feeder is changing the game. Ready to revolutionize your approach to leads and deals? Head over to leadfeeder.com for your free demo today. That's L-E-A-D-F-E-E-D-E-R.com. Don't miss out on the future of successful lead generation with Lead Feeder. Two, this particular virtual summit is asynchronous. So everybody turns in their presentations ahead of time. So what does that mean? When you're doing a live presentation, you have engagement points. You have opportunities to start conversations. You can riff a little bit. But this is a virtual event that is asynchronous, which means be succinct. Nobody wants to hang out and listen to you riff all by yourself in a room. Just joking. That's what you're doing every time you listen to this podcast. Um, but you get my point. You want to be as succinct as possible when you're doing this. So I aimed for TED Talk rules. I did not want my presentation to be over 22 minutes, keep people engaged, and talk about only what matters. I wanted to get people thinking about content marketing in an entirely different way. Last When you are speaking at a virtual summit, you want to take back control of that relationship. People signed up to listen to your talk, but that does not mean that they signed up to receive your marketing emails or showed any interest in your offer whatsoever. They might just have been interested in your topic. So try and take back control of that relationship by offering a lead magnet that is relevant to your talk. So for my content marketing topic, I thought that a relevant connection point would be my lead magnet workshop. So to go along with it, I have my lead magnet workshop, which talks a lot about how to create content upgrades based off of the content that's already working for you and how to build relationships with your lead magnets. So I thought it tied really nicely together. But when you're trying to decide what lead magnet to use, make sure that it's highly relevant for your topic. Other options, aside from the lead magnet, would be like have your newsletters linked into your presentation. Have specific templates 
that make sense for your presentation. You can link podcast episodes for your podcast into the presentation that just expand on the topic and then you can get more listeners. So these are just a couple ways that you can take back control of the relationship when you're speaking at a virtual summit. Um, Last, if you have any communities like a Facebook group, you have a Slack community, maybe you have a monthly virtual meetup. Those are all things that you would want to tie in and have that as a CTA at the end. Have that as a call to action. Hey, if you loved this topic, you might enjoy my virtual meetups. I have them once a month where I share relevant advice just like this. And we also share referral leads. So it's a good opportunity to grow your sales pipeline. Blah, 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 something. I just made that up on the spot. But you get my point. If you are going to take back control of the relationship that you're getting from being presented in another person's platform, you need lead magnets. You need to link to relevant information that would take people to the content that you create, your newsletters, your podcasts, your live stream shows, your YouTube shows. And you want to bring them to your community. Next up, what do you actually have to create when you're putting your talk together for a virtual summit? So the first thing I did was start riffing on (laughs) what topic I'm going to have. Um, But we already talked about that, so we won't rewind and go back to that. But once you've landed on a topic, outline exactly what that would look like. So in my example, I wanted it to fit into TED Talk rules. So I outlined my presentation so it would land at the 20-minute mark. And that felt comfortable to me to make sure that I stayed on pace because I'm a chitty chatter. I created slides just to guide my way through. So first thing I did was outline it so it landed at around 20 minutes. And for myself, I knew what I wanted in there. I knew what my angle was going to be on how you can sell using content marketing. But at the same time, I didn't know exactly how I wanted it outlined. So I just went to ChatGPT. And I gave ChatGPT all of the information that I had already decided for the talk. And then I asked them to <laughs> create the outline for me to fit within 22 minutes. And I want to make sure to hit tip one, two, three. And the overarching theme of this talk is blah. And I want to end with this kind of call to action. So I had ChatGPT create the outline for me, and then I went over to Canva, and I created my slides. Now, the whole thing wasn't slides because that is boring. Nobody wants to look at a slide deck for 20 minutes. So I recorded the intro, maybe the first 20% of the video without my slide deck, and then I brought in the slide deck when I was getting to the important meat of the talk because I wanted people to be able to have something to reference and look at as I'm speaking. And I, But I made sure that my video, the little head that is mine, was large enough that you could see me and it felt like you were talking to an actual human being and you aren't just 
looking at a slide deck with a voiceover on it because boring. They want to see actual humans and interact. So first thing I did, pick a relevant topic. Second thing I did, outlined it using ChatGPT. But already knowing what I wanted in it, I just needed ChatGPT to help me guide what that would look like within a 22-minute container. Next thing I did was create slides that just talked about the meat of what I was going to be talking about because I didn't want it for the entire thing. I just wanted it for the stuff that you, you'll you want to look into a little bit deeper, the nitty-gritty stuff. And then last, you need to pick your call to action. What do you want people to do at the end of the conversation? It's asynchronous, so you can't just like prompt a conversation to happen in the chat. So I decided that my call to action would be to connect with me on LinkedIn. And so I directed everybody there in the last slide. And hopefully that in conjunction with my lead magnet helps convert some of the audience of the summit to the tiny marketing audience. And maybe you guys are listening to this from the not so distant future. But you get the idea. So that is how I created my talk for the Creative Marketing Summit. The only other thing I can think of that you might want to know from behind the scenes is how the hell do I land these gigs? There's nothing special about me. Um, so how do I land these gigs? I was offered this opportunity with no application because I was on the creator's podcast before. So she knew me. I had done talks for her in the past and she used the data because she was a smart check and she looked back on her podcast that had the most listeners. And my mine happened to be in the top, I don't even, top something, 15 maybe for the year. So she invited the people who had the top ranking podcast episodes to come for this virtual summit. So thank you, Jen Vasquez, for inviting me to your virtual summit. Now, before you go, I want to tell you a little bit about the Creative Marketing Summit. It is for creative professionals, photographers, copywriters, graphic designers, social media creators, that type, to help you understand how to market more effectively, more efficiently, and your service provider. So this isn't for the course creators. This is for the service providers who do those things. I'm going to touch on some of the topics before we wrap up so you could see how juicy it is. So it's broken down. On February 13th, it's business, client, and mindset topics. On February 14th, which is the day I'm on, it's content and branding. And on February 15th, it's social media. So I just want to get into a little bit of my favorite topics. So the business day, we have topics like all things productivity, efficiency, balance, and burnout. Um, finding your ideal client for branding. Finding your special sauce, core values and how to use them in your whole business, not just marketing, bringing in experts to help you with your business, critical laws for female service providers, marketing with power partners, which is a little bit on what I touch on in this, how to create collaborative content so you can sell with it easier, 
um, having clarity in your business, market research the right way. And then on content branding day, we have content creation, focusing on being authentically you, blogging the right way, quick and dirty mini funnel. Ooh, start selling online today. Yes, please. The do's and don'ts of pitching the media, leveraging events to market your business, get paid to market your message, the content marketing switch. Oh, that's mine. The content marketing switch that will fill your sales pipeline. Quick tips to improve your website and instantly elevate your credibility. Three steps to starting to rank in Google today. The profit method, monetizing speaking and podcasts. Dang, yes, I'm listen, I'm going to listen to that one. And then on social media day, we have Pinterest Power Up. By the way, if you guys are interested in Pinterest, Jen Vasquez is a Pinterest marketer. She's brilliant at that. Being authentically you on social media. Four ways to repurpose video to market your business. Upgrade your social media strategy. User-generated content. Why UGC is your content web is your secret weapon for marketing. Behind-the-scenes content. Building your YouTube lead gen engine. And growing your business with LinkedIn. There's a couple I've already earmarked I'm going to. I'm definitely going to growing your business with LinkedIn with Amy Smith. I'm going to go to the profit method, monetizing speaking and podcast with Rebecca Cafiero. Ooh, let's see. Do's and dit don'ts of pitching the media with Amy Bardco. That's on my list too. So I really hope you guys can join me there. It's going to kick ass. I'm on on February 14th, so earmark that. And I think it's at lunchtime, so it's kind of perfect for you. Um, And last, 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 don't forget, my link is in the show notes. And if you want to upgrade to VIP, you get 40% off with that link, which is amazing. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed taking a little behind-the-scenes walk on how I create my talks for these virtual summits and also a little bit about how much collaborations really can drive your business forward. Like, my talk is on collaborative content, and the reason I got in without an application is because of collaborative content, because we collaborated on something else. It's very powerful, and it's uh, undervalued. It really is. All right. I'm going to stop blabbering. Make sure to like, subscribe, hit that share button, and share with your friends. If they are into a B2B service business and they're curious how they can grow their business, grow their visibility, and grow their authority. You will love the Tiny Marketing Show. That's what it's all about. It's effective and efficient strategies that work when you have a zero to two person marketing department, specifically B2B service. So share, share the love, and I will see you next week. Oh my gosh. So hold on. Let me tell you. Next week, I have an... Seriously, it's the best episode. I had... I laughed so freaking hard recording this episode, and it's all about how to build community before, during, and after events. So make sure to to look for, that'll be episode 62. All right, see ya.